Hi, welcome to the It's Funnier in Enochian podcast. So last week we ended the podcast on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Um, Kira, you asked us a question. Yes, I did. I asked you how you felt about Gabriel leaving. And I still don't quite know how I feel about Gabriel leaving, but I feel like you do. Yes, I, I, I had an answer last week and we, we specifically, or I say I specifically left it out to uh, give us a cliffhanger. I mean, it also, we ran out of time. That, that too. That, that too. <laughs> that too. Um, yeah, my immediate feelings about it was that's in character. Yes. That makes sense. Um, I think it still disappointed me mm-hmm. because I know it's like, okay, we have to wait to get his help and everything. But I think this episode actually did a really good job of mitigating that with Rowena. Yes. Because we got her, you know, start of her redemption, her kind of bringing into the fold. She'll maybe be a little bit more of a consistent help, like on the team kind of help in, in the same way that catch is possibly mm-hmm. right yeah um yeah B- but in terms of like specifically gabriel leaving i think that well of course we know that he's coming back we know that we're gonna get another episode with him which is awesome we know he's gonna be wearing a sexy leather jacket <laughs> Duh. i feel like i've said that like four times like, on the podcast yeah you have <laughs> at least i don't even find him that attractive i'm just like mm, like mm, leather, leather jacket. jacket anyway <laughs> uh um but yeah specifically with gabriel i think that it was in character it was poignant it made sense and i think it'll be interesting to see where they take the character from there Mm -hmm. like what is he gonna end up well especially like okay to go into this episode which this episode was season 13 episode 19 funeralia Mm -hmm. and uh i think that it would be interesting to see if Gabriel steps up and, like, saves heaven. Yeah. Well, I feel like... I don't think that that's where they're going. I think it might be. Really? Even, yeah. like, all those little, like, even even Naomi calling back to Billy's monologue with Rowena and saying, you know, some, some things just are. They're not meant to be fixed and everything. I mean, I guess the thing to go with that is like eh, i'm losing my train of thought but like something has to happen obviously Mm -hmm. because heaven is literally falling apart yes so it's like where are they gonna go with that on the show yes and i'm like if they went in the direction that heaven cannot be fixed it seems like what would happen then is all of those ghosts fall to earth. And I feel like that would be, I hesitate to say, but like too ambitious for the show. I I agree. Mm-hmm. The first second that I heard it. Like, oh, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> how many times have we said that? Yeah, it's true. One. And then two, it's also that thing of... Who says that just because Naomi says they're all going to fall to earth that they just fall to earth. Like there's 
there's so many other worlds there's so many other dimensions yada 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 right like and and I feel like potentially this as well as apocalypse world like these two things happening yeah are what Billy was referring to in terms of like uh, in the previous episode where she talked with Dean for the first time and said like we have plans for you oh yeah I think that this is that all of it culminates into the same thing of like the same problem of Mm -hmm. just like the dismantling of you know the the grand design Mm mm-hmm and everything and we even like directly saw it in this episode in terms of Rowena challenging that yeah right yeah and I mean the thing that I thought for this whole episode was like here are some more cosmic consequences like literally this entire episode was like Rowena if you keep killing people there will be I mean she didn't say cosmic consequences but like but yeah. but, but when you talk about butterfly, like, that is the definition of, like, cosmic consequences. Yes. And then it's, like, what's happening in heaven? So cosmic pretty consequences. Cosmic consequences. Yeah. Like, everything is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, they, I mean, they're clearly taking the show in some pretty intense directions. Yes. Um, and have. And have. Um, although I feel like this is maybe the most, well, yeah, the, the most serious yes. it's been where it's like, cause I remember us talking about the end of season eight when all of the angels fall from heaven. Yes. And I remember us talking about how you were really, when you watched that initially, you were really, really excited because you were like. It's badass, and it seemed like they were doing something different with the show. Yes. And then, like... The beginning of season the beginning nine of was season really nine. disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, they could still go in a disappointing direction from this, but I feel like they're kind of backing themselves into a corner in that, like, the only two options are, like, something really major happens and you know gabriel or jack or whatever saves heaven maybe jack makes some new angels and it's like that's a big change that's a big deal or heaven collapses and like both of those things like neither of those things would be disappointing like something big has to happen regardless like there's no they haven't really left themselves room to go in like an underwhelming direction. And I realize that they still could because there's always that possibility, but like it's a lot more like. Yeah. But when I think about how strong last season's end to this season's beginning was. Yes. And knowing that they were renewed and everything. And like, I guarantee it was the same situation this year where they knew early on. Yeah. So we could be seeing another direct pickup again, which would be awesome like I would 100% sign up Mm -hmm. for that um but two like there's also the argument like I agree with everything that you're saying but (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I would say that that I don't know I'm now it's my turn to lose my train of thought um right why are there only nine angels left because of what happened in 
at the end of season eight. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. we're seeing. Yes, we didn't get that auto, you know, automatic payoff. Yeah. Quite, but we're still seeing the repercussions yeah. from that, and I think that that's that's maybe the issue. Like we're we're hearing what Naomi says in terms of like you know oh be you know terrible all these ghosts and stuff there's already a ton of ghosts on earth yeah a ton of vengeful spirits a ton of demons a ton of all that stuff and yes it would be like opening the floodgates but i don't i i feel like i feel like it's just that statement and the way that it's phrased and set up Mm -hmm. just like you know all the angels falling and seeing all of them yeah that it makes it seem way more this sounds terrible but way more of a problem than it actually is in terms of what we would see the winchesters encounter i guess my thing is just like based on my awareness of demographics and math i'm like there are more dead people well yeah no that's the point alive people it's exponential every dead person in heaven like that would be like there would be 10 ghosts in this room with us right now but what if there are? <laughs> I mean, touche. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, sorry, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> like, ad, ad absurdum. Um, yes, like, I, I agree with you. Like, it, but that's what I mean is it's so excessive. Yeah. And like the guarantee that like, you know, all 10 of those ghosts in a single room would be vengeful and just yeah. coming from heaven. Like, it's like there's so many arguments that can be made for that. I think that I, I think that at the end of the day we're just seeing the final kind of like the the I don't think heaven's gonna go away. Yeah. But I think we're gonna see a big change. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, the old management's like like there's literally no way for the mm-hmm. old management to survive. So I, th- I feel like you have an answer for this. Well, where's Chuck? That's the thing. Where is Chuck? I don't know. Mm. It'll be interesting to see if he pops up this season. Have you? S- oh, right. You're trying to not look at any cast lists, but. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, ha- I I stopped. Naomi was the last right. spoiler that I got. Yes. Other than, like, seeing pictures. Because, like, I saw Misha's post being, like, bye-bye, season 13. And I was like, oh, no, are they Uh, in the empty? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, really? I didn't get that. Well, it's just, like, an all-black background. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's an all-black background. Um. And, like, I think either Jared or Jensen posted one, too. Oh, that, um, oh, I like this. But well, it okay. could be just an effect. Yeah, like, it's like you, that's true. You literally never you know. You never know. And then also, too, I've seen um, set photos of Dean in a different getup, and apparently he's supposed to be playing the other character oh. that he's supposed to play this season. And I read a comment saying, like, from the person that, like, took the photos, mm-hmm. and it's like, I, I guess it sounds like they're, like, a regular set visitor. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. The way that this person walk, talk, everything is nothing like Dean. And I'm just like. See, I haven't even seen that. Because I know. I, I just I just happened to. And I was just like, I could either ignore this or I could just go with it. Oh, that's just an effect. Okay. okay. There's no way. Okay. I think that's on purpose because it's probably uh, blocking out 
wherever he actually uh, is. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can tell from like the around his head. Okay, fine. Yeah. You're, that's that's good to know. I'm happy about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so, the beginning of this episode was just like a gift from the Desiel sl- gods. Yeah, I was gonna say the slash gods, but like, <laughs> yeah. good grief! And I'm like, it, it's Steve Yaki. Oh, like, yes. Of course it is. Of course. Um, but that was just so good. And it was such a, like, something about, like, media that is a thing that I've learned from reading romance novels is, like, real media, real fiction is not a romance novel. Because in romance novels, they're just like, oh, you want this? We'll give you 200 pages of it. (laughs) But it's like, and it's the same with Riverdale, honestly. Riverdale is a show where they're like, oh, yeah oh oh, oh you, you want this 100 percent. oh we'll just get oh you think that you, you you think that archie is ripped he's just not gonna wear a shirt ever ever yeah like and and they're... oh you, you think there's you know you think someone you want this person to be a lesbian okay let's make him a lesbian like literally yeah. everything like oh oh you, th- you think betty's gonna pull dance here she's gonna pull like Everything you want, yes. they just immediately give you. Yeah, like that's the way that their writers work. Mm-hmm. But Supernatural is not a show like that. So every once in a while, I feel like they're like, "Oh, I feel like we should really just have a scene with like Dean and Cass just like drinking a beer together and being like frustrated husbands together." Yes, and then they give it to you, and it's one scene. But it's like, and yeah. It's the greatest, <laughs> the greatest thing, thing the ever. Um, I love it, and I'm really mad that I didn't even hear the ball handler line. Yeah, I did, and I was around. like waiting for you to react, and I'm like, why isn't she reacting? It's because I just read sports romance, so I was really excited about the sports, sports references, references, and I was like, oh, yeah. hail Mary, and I was like too busy laughing, right, to like hear ball handler, <laughs> and then, like Dean's reaction to where he's just like. Um, <laughs> should I say something? No, no I'm not no, going to say, say anything. No, no, like, no. I can't explain this to no. you. <laughs> like, it's so good. But also, a thing that I noticed in that scene the second time around, mm-hmm. and I was going to look it up, but I didn't have time, and maybe I'll look it up later. Mm-hmm. Um, when Cass brings up the angels... Um, Dean's reaction and the words he says are word for word from another scene in either season four or season five. And I don't necessarily think that this like means anything, but I couldn't think of another example of Dean saying it. He's probably said it at other times but maybe not i don't know i'm gonna look it up this is okay. what i need to look i need to look why, up why to- don't you look it up while i start talking about okay. something that's gonna make you okay. freak out so you so should i just save this while i look this up yes okay cool. okay um but on the same note of stuff dean has said mm-hmm. and now sam has said the infamous we need you i need you line mm-hmm. so because the last time we recorded before we were we started recording we were talking about Star Wars. I started watching Star Wars again. 
And last night I was watching Empire Strikes Back. And because the like night before, the night before that I had watched A New Hope. And there's this moment when they're trying to leave Hoth and um, Han and Leia are like going down a hallway or whatever. Or no, he's trying to leave and he's trying to say goodbye and all that kind of stuff, but he's being all, you know, Dean-like mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like leaving. I mean, really, Dean is being hand-like. Yes, exactly. Um, and so she runs down to the hallway and catches up with him and she goes, we need you. And he goes, you need me? And she goes, I need you. Wait, what? And I'm just like, oh my god. Why? Why is this a thing? Why are you trying to hurt me? But like, come on. There's no way that they didn't like somewhat. I don't know. (laughs) In my head, it's an intentional reference, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so did you find it? So, well, I'm going to have to do some, like, deep research because everything that I Googled was the scene that I right. that it made me think of. Like, there right. wasn't another one. Um, so the last time Dean was talking to Cass and he said, not for nothing. Yeah. It's the, it's it's the, the same thing. Not yeah, for yeah. nothing. Oh, I didn't know that that's what you were referring to. I the last time else. someone looked at me like that, yeah. I got laid. And I'm yes. just like... Oh, really? Like, you're yeah. quoting that scene yeah. in this scene. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Really? Interesting. Like, huh. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It was It was something to the effect of, um, not for nothing, but aren't they trying to kill yeah. you? Yeah. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I was just like, you're doing that on purpose, yes. Steve Oh, no. 100%. 100%. Huh. This is my thing, though. Also, because I really, really liked this episode, mm-hmm. and I obviously loved that scene. Mm-hmm. But in a couple, in certain ways, that scene to me felt like—I mean, fan service—but it felt like the writers being like, "Oh, the fans will enjoy this scene," and I honestly prefer scenes that don't feel like that because I feel like last episode it's like we we had people there were people complaining that you know dean and Cass weren't together and i honestly was way more delighted by the like you let him go to an alternate dimension with catch like i was way more delighted by that that didn't seem to me like here you go audience like wink wink nudge nudge we'll give you this like that just felt like yes a natural reaction of the character not that this felt forced in any way it seemed Mm -hmm. like a perfectly like logical interaction so in saying that Mm -hmm. if we take out some of the things that we're reading as fan service Mm -hmm. would you feel the same way no so I think, too, my argument mm-hmm. is that the ball handler line mm-hmm. was ad lib. I almost guarantee it. Huh. Yeah, because the ball hand, like, I didn't feel that way about the ball handling line. Really? I, I thought mean, that the- <laughs> Well, I, I didn't feel like it was forced fan serve. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Well, okay, so what were you, what were you specifically thinking of? Were you thinking of the, like, not for nothing? The and not the- for nothing. But also, too, we do have to 
come off of our Desiel high horse and re- recognize that not for nothing is oh, like no. an idiomatic no, phrase. I know. Right? That's why I wanted to look it up because I, I just wanted to see to make sure. if he'd ever just like said it. But it's I think it has only been these two yeah. times. So I do get what you're saying of like that it is kind mm-hmm. of like a reference. Yeah. Um. Other than that, was there like, anything else? Not really. Like, I guess... It was mostly that. It was mostly that, but also just, like, the scene as a whole, where, like, I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) Like, just the scene as a whole, I loved, but it felt like, and I'm completely just, like, projecting and, like, making wild assumptions (laughs) But it felt a little bit like, oh, like the fans want Dean and Cass to be together. So here's a scene of them together, you know? I, I get what you're saying. Um. So yeah, it was less like any line in the scene because I think that the but whole more the inclusion... the sports thing was right. like perfect and right. like classic Dean Cass like miscommunication yes. interaction yes um and it was more just that like i just always i have in the back of my head being like oh like people will love this mm-hmm. and like the things that people love and i love are different like yes. anyway. um i think for me mm-hmm. i'll speak for myself yeah that like i enjoyed the scene and in, mm-hmm. in just the purest forms of the fact that it was that it was um like dean and Cass on camera mm-hmm. together in a scene and interacting um i think too that the reason why it probably feels the reason why it probably feels forced isn't so much like it is what you're saying or why it, does it, why it feels forced to me is the fact that we don't get it very often. Yeah. Because it really read to me, other than like the things that were spe- uh, Dean cast specific, mm-hmm. it felt to me like a scene that Sam and Dean would have. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, And maybe that's why it feels a little forced because like they're trying to put this like normal interaction interlaced with abnormal interaction mm-hmm. into an episode. And yeah. it does it does feel a little bit like placed Mm -hmm. i think also i'm just like not i I i'm clearly a crazy person like because we both enjoyed the scene yes like i am clearly (laughs) like a tin hat crazy person because i'm just like well i haven't seen like dean and Cass interact in that specific location before i feel like really (laughs) <laughs> sorry i'm nodding my head i'm forgetting we're on a podcast oh. sorry yes okay. um in the he comes into the doorway of the kitchen remember and it's when he says uh uh morning sunshine when I dean says morning go back and rewatch some stuff what, what episode was that from it was like last season yeah i know i know yeah, yeah, i yeah. need to go back and rewatch yeah. i just yeah like i, I feel I, I like don't... it would have made but it's like it's all like dumb stuff. Like it's yeah. just I do agree. Dumb. It would have felt more normal if it was happening in the main yeah. library of the of the Minnesota's bunker. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I'm just being dumb. That's okay. 
Hmm. Okay. Okay, heating system, you can calm down. <laughs> um, also, I was just like right off the bat, like, there are some tensions in Team Free Will. How do you mean? Like, I feel like there was a lot of just like little like sniping in this episode that was very subtle, but like hurtful. <laughs> because I feel like Dean I feel like Dean is isolating himself. Yeah. I feel like Dean is like sending people away from him. Mm-hmm. And he was definitely I mean, obviously not happy that Cass was going to um the Angels. Yes. And not happy about Rowena, but like I think mostly it was just tension between him and Sam. Yes. And like him just like little digs. It like was subtle. Not though. even in, maybe intended as digs, but like poking at Sam well, yeah. about it about being his, his fault. fault yeah. And like Sam just like clearly feeling so much pressure and feeling like the responsibility for everything is like on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yes. And. Yes. Um, I'm consulting my notes for uh-huh. something specific to okay. talk about. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> um, Do you want me to talk about something else? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. You saw my face. Kay. I was like, oh, I know what to talk about. <laughs> um, how do we feel about Castiel teaming up with Heaven? The remaining nine angels, apparently. Or eight angels, I guess, he's, if he's number nine. I mean, I feel like he kind of doesn't really have any choice. I like, agree. I'm yeah. just like, it, like poor baby Cass. I do have the concern though, mm-hmm. and I wonder if you'll agree with me or see what I'm saying. Is that um, now Cass's um, motive is being skewed? Yes, because he went there mm-hmm. for help to find Gabriel for help for this specific thing, and now another thing has been put on his plate, and like. In terms of priorities for the rest of the Winchesters, um, do we really think Heaven's going to be high on the list? Probably not. It'll be next season's problem, which is something that I think is what's going to happen. I think it's going to genuinely, I think just like so many things, just like the Shadim and everything, like we're not going to see the Shadim again. They're setting up a lot for next season. Yeah. A lot. Not And not to say, again, like to go back to what we were talking before, not to say that the end of this season will be, you know, a letdown or anything like that. Um, but that it's just not going to necessarily involve everything that we've expected. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree about Cass's motivations right. being divided. But I think that this is, like, not... Well, I'm curious as to where he's going to go with this because this is not a new dilemma for him. He's no, constantly been all. torn between, yes. like... His duty to his family, his duty to the angels and to heaven, mm-hmm. and his love for a certain Winchester. Yes. So, like, but like, can we just can we just for a second have a moment of silence for him saying our family? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I can't. Like the second that came out of his mouth, I was like, "Are <laughs> like what?" <Yeah. laughs> 
Oh, man. That was such a nice touch. It really, really was. It was. It was good. I just... My hopes. My yes. hopes are so high. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're ready I, to be crushed. <laughs> they're so ready to be crushed. I have, like, two things that I wanted to mention about... Um, Heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So... I love how heaven is basically the matrix. Yes. <laughs> like yes. angels are batteries. Yeah. Heaven is run by angels, mm-hmm. much like the matrix. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that like analogy. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I feel like beyond that, heaven is the matrix because everyone is in a little box, box. getting their dream life. Yeah. It's an illusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so it's so sad, but yet so perfect. Yeah. Um the other thing about heaven that I wanted to bring up, I kind of wanted to end the podcast with this as well, but I feel like that would be really too much for two episodes in a row to end on a cliffhanger. And I do actually genuinely want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Do we think Naomi is really Naomi? Oh. Huh. The only thing that's leading me to believe that it is really her Mm -hmm. is the fact that she like the rest of the angels like they all have a vested interest Mm -hmm. in like the problems that are going on within heaven and creating more angels and like the only person i can think of who she would be would be lucifer but it's like does lucifer line up with that and you brought up a good question um i think off air which was what happened yeah at the end of because i don't remember i genuinely don't remember Um. um I shall look it up. Cool. Yeah, because, like, at the end of last episode, like, he went off and did the, like, hilarious exorcism thing. Right. And then, like, got back to heaven. And I remember him and Anael had a fight. Right. Because he was like, I can't make more angels. I can't give anyone back their wings. Yes. And she got really mad at him. But then I don't remember what happened after that. Yes. At all. Also, I was because like I was really expecting for there to be a cast Lucifer confrontation, right? Like, like in this episode. In this episode, yeah, like yeah, I was same, same. really hardcore, yeah. Um, because like he was walking around, and I wrote down dramatic irony is literally the best shit because what I was expecting and like the experience I was having was. The dramatic irony of him walking in, asking questions, and not knowing that Lucifer was in charge. Yes. And that was my, like, ooh, this dramatic irony is so good because he doesn't know this yet. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they just kind of glossed over that. So I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And, like, the only real reference we see happening is when, which leads me to believe that Naomi is actually Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> is that, um, I mean, it goes like, oh, we had, like, we thought any archangel yeah. could do, so we did a thing, long story. Yeah. You know, and, th- but also, too, I'm a little annoyed that Cass doesn't, like, pick up on that and go, yeah. wait, what are you talking yeah. about? Because, <laughs> like, you have to think about it, like, like, Naomi isn't an archangel. Right? No. And, like, all of the other angels, like, I'm, like, trying to think of. Like, Cass would know if any of the other archangels were alive, Mm -hmm. right? Well, and still, I'm like, so where's Michael? Michael's in the cage. Okay, I know, but it's like, like, 
Like I and I'm I, I'm saying that. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Duh. I I meant more in terms of like Castiel's knowledge. Yes. Right. So I just hit the mic with my chin. So I don't know if that was audible at all. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, I was talking over it. But yeah, I guess I I wasn't even talking about like in terms of Cass's knowledge, but in terms of like. I feel like the angels should be like trying to get their Michael, which I'm sure is what is going to happen in a future episode. Right. If what we think is going to happen happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I have as a complete non sequitur is the scene where it's raining and Sam's hair is all wet and like yes. curly. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's Vancouver. I'll- all of the hair products too. Oh my god, I love that line. That was great. That was such a good line. That was great. Yep. Um. Yeah. I just hit the mic with my nose. So cool. We're we're super professional. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? We are professional because we have a new setup. We do have a new setup, <laughs> which is probably why we sound better right now. <laughs> do we sound better right now? Yes, we do. Excellent. I'm calling it. Okay. As of now. <laughs> Sweet. Um. Yeah. From what I can tell. Where we leave off with Lucifer is uh, NIL walking away from him and him sitting in that room. Yeah. In the throne room. Yeah. So, like, like, what did they capture him and put him in one of the cells? Because he's still weak from the grace depletion. Did he go back to the cage? Because he's feeling all sorry for himself? Who knows? I feel like either... Next week, we're going to get a, a big explanation. Well, is next week the Lucifer the, the Lucifer titled oh, episode? yeah. It is? Beat the devil. Beat the devil. There we go. That's why. Okay. So that's why we didn't get a lot of explanation there. We're going to get it yeah. now. But I'm like, yeah, either, like, either we're going to find out where he was this episode, next episode, or they're just going to jump into like plot and we're never going to get an explanation. Yes. And I feel like it could go either way. Yes. I feel like though by jumping into plot, we'll still get a bit of an explanation. Like he could have been. But I mean, like they could just like gloss over it. Entirely, yeah. No. 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 no like... Totally. I get. I get what you're saying. I got you. Um. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say about heaven. I guess. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have some feelings about Rowena. As do I. Um, I love her. I love her. I know. Can, can we just take a second to give it up for Ruth Connell? Yes, she's amazing. Also, today. Oh yeah, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. It won't be her birthday when we upload. No, this sorry. Episode, but this Friday. This Friday. <laughs> it is her birthday. Yeah. Um. So yeah, happy birthday, Ruth Connell. Misha posted a super cute picture of them on Instagram. Yes. Oh God, they're so adorable. Oh right, when she's like, oh. The cutie's there, the cutie angel. Mm-hmm. Oh, phone. the handsome angel. Yeah, the, the handsome yes. angel. I just love the fact that it's just like everyone knows yes. that he is a hot piece. But too, like when she's like, How are you doing, Key Fire? Or like whatever. She mm-hmm. says a thing and yeah, he's yeah. just like, Yeah, I'm I'm here. He <laughs> like, looks so I uncomfortable. Like I love it. It's so mm. good. Ugh. But when Dean says that he's devastatingly handsome, he doesn't bat an eye. That's the thing I wanted to bring up oh. from last episode. Oh my god, I forgot. Oh my god, I forgot. What? So, there's this scene. I don't know what episode it's from. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. But it's where he says, like, um, Cassio comes into his room mm-hmm. at the bunker. And he says, like, oh god, you look terrible. And, oh, and yeah. Dean's like, yeah. oh, like, thanks. But, you know, you're 
you're looking good. Yeah. And then in last episode, he says to Ketch has like, oh, like, you know, uh, you're looking good or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then Dean's response is like, you're not my type. Like, it just totally fed in. I know, I know. Well, did you send me... Did I send that to you? I think I did. I think I did. There's a side by side thing going around. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's great. Oh, that made me happy. Yeah. Anyway. No, the best part of that, though, is not just the fact that Dean is like, oh, you're looking good. It's how uncomfortable he's just like, oh, well, I mean, you're looking, you're looking good, man. You're looking good. Like, and you're just like, you're such an awkward, awkward idiot. And I love it. Yep. Um, So, anyways, Rowena. Yes. The awesomeness that is Rowena. Yes. Um, also, I 100% ship Sam Rowena now. You do? I really do. Nice. I mean, not... Not, I, not as much as him and Jody. No. But, like, a little but bit. But a little bit. I'm just, like, I feel like, you know, you set people up to, like, be fated to kill each other. Yeah. And you're just feeding into romance. I feel like you're asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. It's the most romantic thing you can it do is. on Supernatural. <laughs> how... how my, since my, my thing is now apparently going, how do we feel about this? Or mm-hmm. how do we feel about that? How do we feel about... Apparently, the only death that Rowena will see is at the hands of Sam. I fucking love that. I love it too. Um, like just for that romantic reason, or just for like every everything. reason. Yeah. I'm just really excited because people will shit if they kill off Rowena again. Yes, but everyone on Supernatural fucking dies. And it's repeatedly. Like, repeatedly. And what I would love is like, and I feel like everyone else like in fandom would hate this, <laughs> but I would really love it if they're all in the final battle and like Sam accidentally kills Rowena. Oh, that or would like, be interesting. Or like somehow like, this is like dumb but like he like knocks something over and it falls you know like right like, like it's an accident yeah. rather than like a purposeful yeah. murdering because a murder. sam will be just like devastated by yes that. yeah um but b i feel like it would be a big like fate thing mm-hmm. where it's like even if even though sam has decided that he's, he's not, not going gonna to kill her mm-hmm. it still happens anyway yes and i like that yes i do too and my thing the first thing that popped into my mind while you started talking was um i feel like it kind of gives us license to if we see anyone else um talking talking (laughs) anyone else uh, i'm losing my mind sorry um anyone else kill her Mm mm-hmm we can oh. it gives us full license to question the death yeah, yeah like no she's not really dead yeah yeah um I, I i like it too because it adds to just this like them being bound together thing like yeah killing someone is intimate yes and and, and i mean then also like as soon as like you know, 30 seconds ago when we started talking about this, I just, it, like, it just popped into my head the, like, Dean killing Ruby while, like, Sam is, like, holding her thing where I'm just, like, murder is sexy. It's not. I do not believe that at all. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I don't tell me. I don't know what you mean. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> oh. The things we say on this podcast 
taken now, out of context are terrible. It's really, but it's fine. Really awful. <laughs> I also honestly loved the scene where Sam shoots her. Yeah. I feel like Speaking of Matrix. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we had a lot of Star Wars and Matrix yeah. references this episode. That's solid. Also, yeah. It was solid. That's good. Um but I feel like some significant He hesitates though. Yeah, he yeah. hesitates. Well so and before like I was started to write something down before he shot her where I was like, oh like I feel like this is making some sort of big comment about whether or not Sam can like pull the trigger right on like anything on like whatever he has to do to save yes. the world you know can he can he do what needs to be done mm-hmm. um but then he did shoot her and I was like okay so they're making a statement that he can do what needs to be done yeah but what motivated it guilt because she's because what she's what she's being able to do is because of him. Yes. Yeah. So I think it that was like a, I can justify this in my brain because mm-hmm. this is my fault. Yeah. Thing. But I mean, you could say the same for the cosmic situation right now. Right. They, because really, right. everything that's going on right now is kind of his fault. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, it's debatable between him and Dean. Dean, yeah. But, like, Sam is the one that removed the Mark of Cain. Yeah. So Sam is the one who brought in the darkness. Sam is the one who went to talk to Lucifer. Like, I mean, you know. Sam's so the one that triggered the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, it's so always Sam's fault. It, and, and it's like, I don't believe that it's all Sam's fault, but I think that Sam believes that it's all yes. Sam's fault. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think that, like, some significant things were said about the nature of fault and responsibility and fairness and yada yada. Yada yada. I like that. Um... What I was where I was going with that was like Billy's speech. Yes. Like yeah. spoke to me deeply. Likewise. And I think like also this episode was just full of like badass women and I loved that. Like I love Naomi like every like like Chef's kiss, like mwah, like <laughs> it was so good. I yeah. was gonna translate horribly on audio, but <laughs> No, it works. Okay. That's fine. Um but like I just love Billy as the Reaper. She is like the best. I, I can't. I mean, she's not. I mean, not as as a Reaper as Death. Yeah. Um, and it's like the fir- the first Death was perfect. Yes. But she's perfect too. Yes. Um, and I love how she just like pops up to say like really important things and then dips. Yes. Because I wrote down what she said because I was like, ooh, this is good. Yes. And again, I feel like it's really significant for like. Yeah. This season. Yeah. Sometimes life is unfair. Sometimes you lose things. Mm-hmm. What was the first episode of this season called? Lost and Found. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you make mistakes. Some things you can't fix. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I'm just like. Yep. 
some things just are the 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 other shoe is gonna drop we're gonna get the punchline for like all of this stuff i hope to fucking god we are i lost my shoe (laughs) (laughs) i rewatched that episode the other day really you did oh god you it's so good i know bella Uh, yeah yeah oh do you have anything else to say about Billy's speech? Well, I liked how no, it was. I, don't. I, I, the only thing, other thing that I wanted to talk about with it is I like how it was punctuated by Naomi. Yes. At the sound, at the sound yes. box where she's just like, you know, some things can't be fixed. Some mm-hmm. things are just are, which is what like kind of lends me to believe that, you know, that is going to happen. Yeah. To some extent, maybe not the full. Mm-hmm to do but nonetheless um we were trying to talk about rowena yeah <laughs> right <laughs> we're just bouncing oh, around wow. here um so i called that she was doing everything to get crowley back oh yeah i had a little happy yeah. dance <laughs> um i called it right away the second that it was like she's killing reapers and then she's like i want an audience with death i'm mm-hmm. like why else would you want an audience with death She's already super powerful. Come on. <laughs> um, and of course, we know that that's not going to happen, but whatever. Um, I don't know how I felt about that. When that happened, I was like, huh. Y- did you not buy it? A little bit. But like, see- she sells it. Yeah. And I get it. Like, it made more sense to me as the episode went on. Yes. But initially, I was just like, huh. Do you know why it made, why it made sense? Sorry, let me take that again. Why it made sense to me was the, um, not the last episode she was in, but one of the last, where it was the, or maybe it was the last one, where it was the, the t- uh, two witches stealing the book, Dean yeah, Love yeah. Spell yeah. thing, and where she finds out that Crowley's dead. Mm-hmm. Um it's her reaction there okay that i i didn't expect yeah. at the time but i had that reaction and the emotion she was expressing in that episode in the back of my mind the whole time watching this mm-hmm. and that's why it made sense for me okay yeah yeah i guess i just i would have i think i would have preferred it to just be pure self protection and like fear yeah, but she took care of that with the spell. I know. But I'm like, I feel like one of the things with, like, that type of fear and self-preservation is, like, that's a hole that you can never... So she's trying to fill it with Crowley. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not trying to, like, no, I know. say that that's not possible, mm-hmm. but, like, or that's like, just my view yeah. of it. Or it's, it's, it's like... When you're that afraid, nothing will make you feel safe, you know? So well, it's yeah. like you can keep trying and keep trying and mm-hmm, keep trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, yeah, I, I still just have a hard time buying her relationship with Crowley as anything other than, like, hugely opportunistic. Oh, of course. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of it as any other yeah, way. So, so, so I, yeah. You know. I don't know. It just, like, 
again, it made more sense to me as the episode went on, but I still have a bit of a hard time with that. I would argue that Sam wanting to get mom back is opportunistic. I would argue that, you well, know, like it, so it's it's not like it's so, 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 so selfish. Yeah. Beyond selfish. That it's it's a different yeah. kind, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. But like that—that's why it made sense for me. Okay, I don't know. Hmm. And I just think that they wouldn't have like had that Austin scene of them sitting on the floor oh, yeah. having a drink. Like, yeah. if she was just going after immortality or more power, yeah, none of that would have worked, or it would have felt cheap. It would yeah. have felt forced. Everything. You are correct. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Um, okay. I, what I'm a little bit disappointed about is that, like, Arena didn't turn into something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of wanted her to be something. Like a dragon. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Or, like, I don't know. Or be trying to turn into an archangel. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. Something like that. Um, but, yeah. Oh, that's something that I wrote down here that's kind of interesting. I was, like, you know, about Sam being the one that always kills um rowena mm-hmm. is uh i wrote demon powers question mark or trust question mark in the sense that it would he use th- th- this kind of doesn't make sense after the episode but during the episode i was trying to determine oh like what would it take for him to actually be able to kill her mm. demon powers or is he gonna like use her like newfound trust in him to like get close and da, da, da. Yeah. which is what she like they both do to each other yeah in the end but yeah i kind of found that interesting that i wrote that down mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i feel like this episode was like a setup for the final episodes you know like it mm-hmm. was very much like it was a little bit of a filler a little bit of a filler and a little bit of a like we need, like, gotta collect all of the pieces for, like, Team Free Will, like, to win, you know? Like, gotta get Rowena. So this was our episode where we, like, went and got Rowena. Gotta bring him back alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I feel like I'm umming a lot in this episode. That's okay. Um, I think um, we're both tired. Um, I'm emotionally drained. We can't, we're, we're... We're having a nice, relaxing yes. podcast this week. Yep. We're just, yeah. you know. Um, I do have Going with one thing to talk mm. to you about. Sure. For last week. Oh, yes. And I, ha- I have something else from last week, too, um, that I just wanted to mention. But yes, you So I posted a thing, or like reblogged a thing mm-hmm. on Tumblr that is a fan theory. Okay. I'm ready. Do you want to hear it? Okay, I'm kind of scared that you're asking me that. <laughs> well, it's like a spoiler. It's not a spoiler, but it's just like a it... fan theory about something coming up. Okay. Based on information we don't know? Based on information like we have. Okay. Okay. So. I'm, I'm okay, okay with that. Okay. If I get mad at you after, okay. it's because of my diet, not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm withdrawing from sugar, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, and maybe you've seen this already, so it'll be old news. Probably not, because as you know, I hate Tumblr. Well, it, I saved it on Instagram too, though, so you could have seen it on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, so remember the angel that was like the commander in last episode, who was the one who's... In Apocalypse World? In Apocalypse World. 
who like was like instructing people on what to do with Charlie and like Mm -hmm. seemed to have met Charlie before maybe and Mm -hmm. like the you know like the head angel in that like POW camp or whatever yes so he had a post on Instagram that was like what other angel has been called commander in the past on this show Cass the the commander oh. angel was not given a name. Oh, oh shit! Right, I like right? it. <gasps> Who else has said like you should show me respect? Oh. Like he literally had some lines, cast that lines, were similar. Oh to... boy, oh boy. So that was a fan theory that that I was pretty excited about. Holy moly! And again, I'm like. I was a little bit bummed because I was like, if this is true, that would have been like an amazing oh, great reveal. reveal. But then, then again, I feel like if that's the case, we'll find up, we'll find out in the episode Apocalypse Now. Yes, but like I, that's the kind of thing where it's like I don't mind knowing that or okay. like thinking that as a possibility mm-hmm. because like that that to me is similar to like knowing that you know, someone we don't know about is going to pop up an episode, yeah. like Charlie, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, we knew there would be someone else that we know. Mm-hmm. We just don't know who it is. Yeah. So we're expecting it. But then we get still like a, a um, you know, a catharsis, if you will, yes. from like the actual reveal. And so I think that just the reveal will be enough. Like, yes. same thing with this episode. Like, I knew it was going to be for Crowley. Yeah. Like, Rowena's actions were going to be to for Crowley. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um because Sally thought it was dumb (laughs) which is fine um but like knowing that or like really having a strong inkling that that's where it's gonna go Mm -hmm. makes it even more enjoyable like I'll speak for myself for me yeah when something like that's revealed so if in Apocalypse Now we find out that the commander angel is Castiel that would be such like a great like oh my god like this is so strange but awesome like Mm -hmm. yeah it would be a great reveal still nonetheless um i don't i yeah like it, it like it, the argument because can be said if like you know we didn't know about it mm-hmm. then you know it would be even more of a surprise but and i mean it's the fan yeah, theory so exactly. it's like who knows but, but... <laughs> well and also it's like the last fan theory that i was like super on board with was when all we knew about daniel's character was that she was going to be a faith, faith healer, healer named Sister Joe. Exactly. And there was a long thing being like, Sister Joe is going to be a, like another angel. Oh, really? Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I reblogged yeah. it. Yes, yes, And yes. I'm like, the person who did that is a smart, smart person. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and was totally right. So I, I do think that fan theories can be right a lot of the time. Like me, with my prediction of the Destiel love declaration. Yes. Goes down in history as the best prediction ever. <laughs> the creation of Sally's Corner. Yeah. <laughs> followed by, by, followed not too distantly by the less revered, <laughs> but just as equally um, appealing, sad, failed predictions by Kira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is totally fine. I can, mm. I can live with that. Um... I don't. I haven't had any predictions for a really long time, though. Really? I feel like I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. Know. I can't remember. Hey, I <laughs> can't remember all... either. <laughs> I don't know if it's just this day or just everything starting to blur into one. Yeah. 
um okay there was some other things i wanted to say about this episode but honestly they're like they're not that interesting so i'm just gonna not that the episode wasn't interesting it's just my observations weren't so in saying that if you don't mind i'm just gonna use the last couple minutes to talk about something that i i also have not been able to fully research because whenever um because as some of you may know we don't record the podcast or watch the episode until the next day just because of logistics but um so for that like whatever 12 hour period i just do not go on instagram or twitter or tumblr or anywhere um so i wasn't really able to research this idea as much as i would have liked to but my preliminary research revealed a lot so in last episode i did express the opinion that i don't think asmodeus is actually dead now one i don't know how much this would line up with established supernatural mythology but let's just go with it just in case in some of um the actual writings whether it be from judaism or um christianity or catholicism asmodeus is a fallen angel and to me where this lines up and where it proves in my brain that he is not dead. One of two things that I found is I likened him injecting the grace to the demon cure. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the demon cure is to take a demon who is or used to be demon. All demons used to be humans, mm-hmm. right? So their soul has been twisted and tormented to become a demon. And so then the cure brings them back to their original state. So if the angel grace situation that Asmodeus was doing was similar to that, then that would make it an angel cure. Mm -hmm. So how can you turn something into an angel that was not previously an angel? And they, and I'm sorry, but like they did gloss over that. So to me, I think he's still alive, everything. And the other thing is that apparently he is not only... And I don't know, you can uh, let me know if Mm -hmm. this did come up early on this season, because I just can't remember. Um, But he's supposed to be leader of the Shadim. Oh. Yeah, he's supposed to, like, they're his his thing. I don't know if it was his creation or whatever, but, like, his, like, they're his. Huh. So if we're going to see the Shadim again, we're going to see Asmodeus again. Huh. I'm really excited about all my Asmodeus predictions and research and everything but i want to look into it more to Mm -hmm. see like how it would line up because then he's supposed to be a knight of hell but if he's a fallen angel does that make all the other knights of hell fallen angels like how does that work with Mm -hmm. the um i'm getting a thought with the (laughs) sorry with the uh supernatural mythology Mm -hmm. the thing is all knights of hell what color are their eyes yellow yellow Angel's eyes are blue. Blue. Demon's eyes are black. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. I have to look up color theory. Okay. I'm wondering Okay. if like the median between blue and black is yellow. <laughs> that would be really interesting if it was, but I doubt it. I don't know. I'm obsessed with color theory ever since I saw the purple. <laughs> well, yeah, because then you have like Rowena's purple eyes yeah. and Lucifer's red eyes. Yes. And... What color are Jack's glowy eyes? They're what we see. They're like the like so they're tiger like, eye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. They're like everything. Oh, that could be even more of a hint because if yellow eyes are knights of hell, and he has like a little bit mm-hmm. of that in there, because like 
correct me if I'm wrong, the standing mythology is that Knights of Hell were created by Lucifer. Yes. But that doesn't mean that they're not fallen angels. Yes. Because well, they could have been fallen, like, angels that he made fall and twisted, right? And also, Lucifer can't make angels. Yeah. So how did he make the demons? He took humans Yes. And, like twisted them. Yes. So it's entirely possible that he took, took angels, angels and, and twisted, twisted them. them. And especially considering that the Knights of Hell are more powerful than any of the other demons, they would have to have been others something else first. Yeah. There we go. I solved it. Boom. That would be really cool if that's what ends up happening. It I'd really, be happy. really would. Yeah. I think it's honestly, I think that's a really good theory. Yeah. I also, I love Supernatural so much but really plot holes are a thing <laughs> go for it it like like not like a th- I, <laughs> I don't have anything to say i'm just okay. saying that it's like i don't expect them to have a perfectly cohesive like in universe like explanation for everything because there have been plot holes like in the history of the show and like in terms of mythology yes oh yeah i can't think of any right now i know i know but like there are definitely things where it's like people's powers like are not clearly defined sometimes the character will be able to do blah 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 and like sometimes like they won't be able to do like simple tasks like yeah, that's the type of plot hole that I'm talking about. Like, yeah, you know, I'm sure there's like demon hell, like angel stuff in the past season series, right. seasons that like have had plot holes. Like, you don't have 13 seasons of a TV show without having stuff retconned and without having like glaring plot holes. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think that it's entirely possible that, like, they might never explain some of this stuff. But I also think that if they don't explain this stuff, I will take your explanation as canon. And I think that if they do explain it, it's likely that it'll be your explanation. See, I just don't necessarily expect them to explain the mythology in, like... That much detail? In that much detail or in, like, a cohesive way. Yes. Um, yeah. Because, like, Supernatural's thing is not, like, detailed, cohesive world building. It's, like, the interpersonal stuff and, yes. like, but that's mythological the frameworks. That's the thing, though, is why I think what I think mm-hmm. is that... They're leaving open something that is a, a um, something that has to have a motive. Like Asmodeus doing that to himself yeah. has to have a motive. That is interpersonal. That's mm-hmm. what Supernatural is about. Yes. So leaving that open-ended mm-hmm. leads me to believe these other things and that we will actually see those things be not, again, like yes. you're saying, not necessarily explained in so mm-hmm. much detail or maybe exactly addressed the same way, but I think addressed nonetheless. And not this season. I feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be next season i will say just for the record one more time (laughs) if we were betting my money is on us never hearing from asmodeus or the shadim ever again 
But that's not in like a, I have a theory. I'm just, that is where I am betting my money. Okay. I just want to see how it goes. Okay. And I just want to state I, that like, that's my money yeah. bet thing. But that's fair. <laughs> I'm like, a, I, like, I'll go with whatever happens. <laughs> I, I'm, eh. I'm not, I'm not resigned to like expecting it. Yeah. I'm just thinking that like, that's a way that they could go. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. You can find us at SoundCloud. Google Play, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at Ify Podcast. That's I-F-I-E Podcast. See you next week.